Hello and welcome to another episode of the Sideline to Sideline podcast. We're back with your week four game picks against the spread. And we got Austin back this week, Michael. We're rolling. He's back. Love to see it. I don't want him back after last week. I know. The one week he misses, maybe he just missed all the weeks because he was on fire this past week with his picks. It was like free money if you you went with his picks. And then me me and Mike didn't do too hot. We're we're in the negative over here. Conch had a solid week going nine and seven. And I, I think Austin's in the lead for the first four weeks. He's got the very slight lead. Very slight lead. If the lead starts to grow, you're going to start to see me do ridiculous stuff here on the pod. <laughs> that's, that's what you have to resort to at some point. That's when you, that's when you resort to Texans money line. Jesus. It's still, it's still early. It's still early. We, it's got still, we, we got, what, 13 more weeks of football after this? Yep. And la- remember, last week we were making fun of him for his horrible picks. So we got time. Yeah, here. and then they wrecked our picks really good so we're gonna start with what, what game we start with we're starting with it i think it's an easy one titans versus the jets i i think it's pretty easy i don't care how many you know wide receivers the titans are missing i, I do think the jets are gonna play better than they've played in the past two weeks it's, it's really hard to go down from there but g- give me the titans it's derrick henry's gonna get like 40 carries and yeah i don't think i need to say more about this one Titans are covering minus six. I think it's pretty easy. All right, well, I'm going to take the Jets to backdoor cover this game. I I question if Tennessee's going to be able to get away from them with no – they have no real pass-catching threats. Put some, so respect, can, put some respect on Chester Rogers' name, bro. Nick I'm, West I'm good. <laughs> you, you can put respect on their names. I'm good. It's Anthony Ferks a week. They'll have to teach me a lesson. Exactly. If Anthony, if Anthony Ferkser is why this doesn't cover, I'm good. Tennessee's defense isn't that good. The Jets don't have many strengths, but if they do have any, it's their run defense. And I just think they're keeping it close enough and they backdoor cover. Fair enough. I could see it uh, happening. I just don't. Uh, I'm with Brosig on this one. I'm taking Titans and conscious on Titans as well. Oh, Mike's right. gaining ground week in the first pick of the week. Or, or losing ground. Yeah, we're losing ground. We <laughs> just got to hope I'm gaining, all right? I mean, Zach Wilson is, I don't know. All the rookie quarterbacks have not looked good. I know it's very early, so I'm not writing any of them off. Although well, Matt Nagy continues to coach, I will write Justin Fields off first. Yeah, he's so bad. I, I think Lawrence and Wilson have popped at points. They've made plays that are like, oh, that's why they were drafted there. Yeah, but – Definitely. Speaking of the Bears and Justin Fields, they're actually up next, and they're favorites against the Lions, bro. Oh, man. I see you already writing the Lions next to your name. You could go first. (laughs) It's your team. I I have no respect for the Bears, and the Lions have had a brutal schedule to start the season. And they came back, played the Niners tight. They played the Packers tight for a half. They, they, They pulled away in the second half, but we played well in that game. And we should have beaten Baltimore last week. I haven't seen anything from the Bears to suggest that they're going to be able to protect who's ever playing quarterback. Their horrible offensive line is making it so that they can't use Allen Robinson correctly. And I just, if the Lions are going to be dogs in this game, I'll take them 10 times out of 10. Because I think they're the better team straight up. Austin, are you agreeing? Or... Yeah, I, I don't like Matt Nagy. I'm pretty sure most Chicago fans don't like Matt Nagy. Pretty sure and, no one does. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, I think the Lions could. I think they could easily win this game. I agree. So I I got Lions, and Conch is also in on Lions. Well, we're not gaining ground on anyone because I'm also going with the Lions. It was tempting to go with the Bears there for a second when you all said Lions, but that would be ridiculous. You know what's going to happen? We're all going to say Lions here with confidence, and then Matt Nagy's going to wake up on Sunday morning. He's like, Nick Foles is going to start this game, and then the Lions <laughs> are just going to get absolutely well, smacked. Well, I know that Nagy gave up play calling this week, didn't he? I have no idea. I felt like I heard that somewhere. See, I can't he said that. that before, though, and he took it back. Like, I don't yeah. trust him. He's just horrible. We could talk about Matt Nagy forever. Belief is yeah, Matt Nagy quietly has surrendered play calling duties. 
Yep. But that I was that, that was from he might have fired himself as a play caller. He won't reveal Sunday's play caller. Like these are all the headlines. He won't reveal Sunday's play caller. It's just because he's gonna call the plays, and if it doesn't go right, Bill Lazor's gonna take all the heat. So I I just feel like that team is a mess. It's only a matter of time until that guy gets fired. He almost got the franchise quarterback murdered in his first start. I just give me the Lions. Lions at least play hard for Dan Campbell. One yeah. net passing yard. I think they had like 46 total yards of offense. Miles Garrett said, hey, I didn't play the best, but the Bears were just so bad, basically, <laughs> that he had four and a half sacks. That's how it is. Like, they, there was one play I saw on Twitter where they double teamed two different people and left Miles Garrett one on one, and he basically came through untouched. Left him one on one against Jason Peters. That's just not smart. Suboptimal. It's- Eight years ago, that would have been pretty smart. It's just it, they're just not good. They only had two. They only moved the pocket twice last week. Like they're just not good. Matt Nagy yeah. can't call plays. Lions are gonna win this game outright. How good was that defense for the Bears several years ago to win twelve? I think it's still good. <laughs> no, it's I'm saying just... I'm saying how good was it? Like how great it was to win twelve games with Matt Nagy as play caller. Well, there was a there was a point in time where you could argue they had two of the best three defensive players in the league with Eddie Jackson and Khalil Mack a couple years ago. So, really good. Yeah, Mr. Bisky caught too much heat. Yeah, I think he dealt with a lot of crap. He, He's he the really kind of guy did. who he could sneakily flourish somewhere else, almost like a Tannehill-type vibe. Hey, hey, man, I've been claiming on all my pods this offseason that if Dable gets a head coaching job and there's not, like, a quarterback that he wants, he could take Trubisky with him. He's not taking Josh Allen, that's for sure. Yeah, I mean, Trubisky – He's going to get another opportunity somewhere else. And this is maybe showing how bad maybe, maybe Nagy's like Adam Gase. Trubisky's stock is going up as we speak. Oh, 100%. Every passing week, the Bears play Trubisky's stock is increasing. But we have a lot of games to cover this week. So we'll stop ranting about the Bears. If Matt Nagy gets fired, we'll probably do a Matt Nagy special. Oh, yeah, I'm down. <laughs> who, who knows? But I'm down. I don't like rooting for a guy to get fired, but you know what I mean? He's a millionaire. It, he can, he can, survive. it's their livelihoods. It's, you know, it's, it's rough, but next up we have the Colts and the dolphins and the dolphins are minus two and a half. Austin, you can start us off here. So every part of me wants to, wants to go dolphins because of Jacoby revenge game, but I think the Colts are really going to fight this one out. And I think the Colts are going to win. And I think they're going to cover. I like I like the pick there. I mean, Carson Wentz hasn't been healthy. I could rant about uh, the Colts not using JT Wright for hours upon hours. And it hurts my soul. Michael Pittman actually looks kind of like an alpha, which I didn't see coming. But, hey, I'll take my L there too. But. I don't know. The Dolphins just kind of look messy. I mean, they probably should have won that game last week against the Raiders. There's there a lot of opportunities. They were, they were also throwing the Jalen Waddle in the end zone. I don't know what was going on there. I don't know who called that play. But both these teams are messy. I hope there's a way they could both lose because the Eagles have both their first-round picks. But I'll, I'll take the Colts. It, I think it's a JT bounce-back game. This is moment. I got to go Dolphins. I just think if you're looking at these two teams, the only part of either of these teams that, like, resembles a good unit is the Dolphins' defense. So I'm just going to take that side. I'll go I'll go Dolphins. Uh, what is Conch's pick for the week? Uh, Conch is in on Colts. Wow, we really got to right. – we really got to deviate here. We're <laughs> we're really keeping it similar here. But next up, this this, this could be a little bit of a toss up. I don't know. I don't know where I'm leaning on this one. The Giants versus the Saints. Saints are minus seven favorites, and it's a tough one. So I'm I'm gonna let Mike lead here. <laughs> the Giants are a stupid team. They do stupid things. 
the Saints defense got healthy and they looked good again. Give me the Saints. Austin, what, what do you got? I'm all in on Saints. See, I'm picking the Saints just because the Giants offense hasn't looked good. They're down Darius Slayton, Sterling Shepard. They haven't used Kenny Galladay right, or Kenny Galladay just hasn't been playing up to Oh, I want to talk about this. So there were a lot of people who bashed Stafford in Detroit, saying he had weapons to work with. The last two weapons that have left him, Golden Tate and Kenny Galladay, looked pretty bad once they left. You really going to diss Marvin Jones like that? I mean, that's fair. Marvin Jones did. But Marvin, Marvin Jones, Jones is a good player. He's really good at the sport. Yeah, he's he's never been bad in my And dude can sing. And he can sing. <laughs> he got them vocals. Multi-talented, but yeah. So, yeah, um, I, Kenny Galladay sucks. Yeah. Uh, so, Conch is on the Giants here. Interesting, well, interesting spot, but well, that's not good for us. He he does note that it's barely. So oh, <laughs> that's that's not good for us. I'm I'm gonna take the Saints and as well. This this is also his algo. He like he's using the algo this week. Oh, so. we're screwed, boys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm I'm glad I was I was copying him up to this point. <laughs> Feels a little better, but. Yeah, I mean, it's Evan Ingram week on DraftKings. Do with that what you will. He's the min at 3K, and I'm going to be playing him everywhere, and I'm prepared to get hurt again. Yeah. Yeah, Saints Saints minus seven. They looked really good against the Patriots. They looked really good against the Packers, and they looked really bad against Carolina. So I don't know what's going on. I think a big part of it was their defense was hurt. Are we, are we starting I, to ride the roller coaster? I they need some weapons. I, I would like to point that out. I mean, you know, when the, there's this dude named Michael Thomas, exactly. But like, until they have Michael Thomas, like they can't really, it's, I think it's going to be hard for them to pull away in games unless their defense is making a bunch of plays because they just don't have the weapons to do so. They're also not using Alvin Kamara as a pass catcher at all. I don't really understand that, but yeah, they, they have to adjust the system a little bit. But James Winston doesn't like to throw to the running back that much. He likes to throw to Marquez Callaway off his back foot with a guy in his face in the end zone. <laughs> Did you see the look Sean Payton had after that throw? Yeah, I I don't know what's going on over in New Orleans, but hey, it's something. It's fun to watch. Yeah, but, I mean they're still a good football team. But next up. We have the largest spread of the week by a mile. <laughs> we have the Bills versus the Texans. The Texans are plus 17 favorites. It just says minus 17. I thought the Texans were minus 17 there. I, I wanted to know what happened, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The Bills are 17 point favorites. Man, this is, this is a tough one. The spread's so large, but if it was Tyrod, this would be a give me. For the Texas for the Texans, but it's Davis Mills starting, and I, I don't know if I trust that. But 17 points is a lot. But we've seen the Bills absolutely just destroy teams these past two weeks. Like Buffalo's back. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go Buffalo here. I'm gonna go Buffalo to cover seven minus 17. It doesn't happen a lot, but it's a gut feeling. And Josh Allen's back. This is Stefan. This is the Stefan Diggs week. He's had all the stats there except the fantasy points. It's the breakout game. It's Not fun. only is it the Stefan Diggs game, it's going to be the Micah Hyde game. Give me two-plus interceptions. Wow. All right, then. I like it. Um, so, yeah, if, if that didn't say what I was on, it's it's Bills. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't blame it. I, I, don't, I don't know how Houston scores. Well, you see, uh, Mark Ingram gets 30 carries. <laughs> Mark Ingram carries the ball down to the five, and then they do a pass to Philip Lindsay. Brandon Cooks is going to get 25 targets this game, Mike. This is how they score. I mean, yeah, I guess. I, yeah, <laughs> I don't know what else to say. Like, I just don't think they're a good team. So, 
I don't think anyone thinks they're a good team. I, I don't even know how good Buffalo is, but that's a story for another day. I think they're really good. I, I think week one was a fluke. They were a little rusty, and these past two weeks have been what Buffalo is. Like, we all thought Washington was going to be decent, and they just came out and just, you know, absolutely destroyed them. But Washington hasn't looked good. Miami hasn't looked good. Well, Houston hasn't looked good either. But they lost – well, I'm just saying I don't know how good Buffalo is because they also lost to the Steelers. And when the Steelers were healthy, the Steelers dominated that game. I think we thought it was a fluke. It could be. I wouldn't be surprised. I just – I want to see Buffalo play someone good before I crown them. We aren't we aren't going to learn anything this week, so. No, they'll, they'll, they'll probably they'll probably win by like 25, 27, Yeah, they'll win like they'll win like thirty two to like seven. And we'll be like, we learned absolutely nothing from this game. <laughs> yeah. Yep. The Bills are just there. Yeah. So Conch is on Texans, and he made note oh. that the apparently the line is already down to fifteen and a half. Well, he he his lean was when it was plus 17. So, but that is something worth noting. Uh, on DraftKings, it's still 17. So maybe it's another platform. Ah, uh, okay. Yep. Or maybe it went back up. Which at 15, I'd be betting even more on the Bills. But, you know, maybe that's just me. All right. And now we come to my team against the team that I always pick and lose on. So gosh knows I'm whatever I pick this week, I'm going to pick wrong. We got the Eagles versus the Chiefs. The Chiefs are seven point favorites. I think I know where Mike's going to go. So I think we're going to start with Mike. I'm going to take the Eagles again. The The Chiefs are 111 and one in the last 13 games against the spread. They just can't play defense. They can score all the points they want. They cannot play defense. Look at the Eagles. Austin. What are you um, I'm going Chiefs here. I'm going against the odds. Um, Eagles are burnt toast in the secondary. Uh, so Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, have fun. No, can I just take like an L for this game? Like, because <laughs> no matter what I choose here, like this is the one I was swayed most on because I always choose the Chiefs. And I, I said that two weeks ago. I always choose the Chiefs when they're within a touchdown. And they're it's seven points. And the Eagles looked really bad. But I know whatever I pick, it's gonna be wrong. Like if I pick the Chiefs minus seven, the Eagles are gonna come out and lose and cover and you know cover though. Like so how does your offensive line? Is it getting any healthier this week? No, I don't think so. A Somalu is out for the season. I don't know if he's you saw bad that. Anyways. Brandon Brooks. He's out for a while, right? Yeah, he is a pec strain. At about eight weeks. So it's Lane Johnson and Jason Kelsey. I don't know if my lot is playing this week. I got to check on that. If he plays, I'm more comfortable with this. He is out. Give me Chiefs minus seven. Yeah, I mean, I'm changing my pick as well because that Eagles offensive line was absolutely it's destroyed. Tricky. It's not looking good. Injuries like every year, man. Every year. Yeah, you guys haven't been able to stay healthy. It looks like the Steelers offensive line. What is the what is in the water over there, man? Like, what are they drinking? I don't know. That's why I was on the Eagles early in the season. I was like, yeah, they're both of their lines are healthy. They're gonna they have good lines when they're healthy. Like they're gonna dominate. But it hurts, man. It hurts to pick the Chiefs. Now the Eagles are going to cover. And give it a four for four because Conster's on the Chiefs as well. That hey, makes me feel a lot better think, about this pick. Yeah, this game isn't determining anything. That feels good. Yeah, he he notes he notes on his uh, post that if the Eagles actually use Miles Sanders and not pass it the whole the whole game, uh, they'll be able to move the ball. But the Chiefs are going to have an answer no matter what. So. He, he's taking the Chiefs. Miles Sanders had two carries last week. That feels like an overcorrection is coming, by the way. I could see him being like 20 this week. It's just a huge overcorrection. Yeah, it could happen. We'll see what goes on there. But last week was very ugly. And, you know, there's a lot of stuff revolving the Eagles that we're not going to touch on this week. 
maybe next week it becomes relevant, but you know what I'm talking about. I think the people know what I'm talking about as well. So next up, we're going to move into the Browns versus the Vikings, which this is going to be an actually super competitive game, I believe. Like the Vikings are one and two, but like, are they really one and two? That they are. Well, I know they really are, but think about it. They they absolutely crushed Seattle. Yep. Dalvin Cook fumbled in week one, and that's why they lost, or they would have won. Because I believe they got the second possession in overtime, if I'm not wrong. Or was, I believe might have been so. the first. I believe you're right. And then the, the Cardinals game, which the Cardinals have been scorching red hot, they lost because their kicker missed a field goal. Like, this team's not bad. No, it's a good football team. It's definitely not a team that should be one and two. Their, their the record. spread reflects it. You know, the spread Browns minus two reflects that, that the Vikings are a good football team. But so are the Browns. Like, that was the I best. I think the Browns are the best team in the AFC. That was the best performance I've seen in a while. I'm going to take Browns minus two, but if I got this one wrong, it's not going to shock me. And if I were betting this week, like on the games, this would be one of the games that I have the lowest amount of confidence in. That's fair. Because I, I think this could go either way. So, Mike, I, I think you're going Browns as well, considering you just said they're the best team in the AFC. Yeah, I, I, I don't know if you watched anything from last week, but Odell looked great. He looked like he's fully back. The burst was good. Connection with Mayfield was pretty solid. They actually missed on a deep one by just a little bit last week. Odell caught it, but he was out of bounds. Would have been like a 50-yarder to get him down to the five. But I just think that they're also without Landry. So I guess like as the year goes on, they'll look even better. But that defensive line is going to wreak havoc. I think they could win this game by a couple touchdowns, and it wouldn't surprise me. And it's not even a knock on Minnesota. I just think they're that good. It's fair enough. I mean, they look fantastic. Like, coming off of last week, they're, they're going to be hot. No questions. I think they have the better offensive and defensive lines in this game. That's the case see. almost every time they play, though. So Yeah, they're, they're one of the best. I mean, they were this close to beating Kansas City in the playoffs last year. And then they should have beat Kansas City in week one until Tyree Kill. They, Tyree they're Kill the only Tyree team I've things. seen. They left Tyree Kill one-on-one. They're the only team I've ever seen do that. Consistently. I've seen one more team do that in Tampa Bay looking at you. Yeah, that's fair. They, they corrected that Tampa one, of Bay course, in the Super Bowl. Exactly. <laughs> they, they didn't make that mistake twice. But, Austin, who do you have in this game? Um, I – this is a tough one for me. I think the Vikings have a chance, but minus two is just not – or plus two for the Vikings is just not quite enough for me. This is a spot I'd look definitely in a teaser. Um, I, I'm, I'm going to lean Browns here, but I'm not going to be surprised if the Vikings pull something out. Like I said, I'm not betting on this game at all. Maybe I'll bet anytime touchdown score, maybe some prop bets, but I'm not touching the line on this at all. If I was to touch any line, I'd try to avoid shenanigans and just pick the Browns outright. Yeah, this this could be one of those games that ends in like a one point, like 24-23 kind of deal. Wouldn't be shocked, but what's Conch going with this week? Oh, hang on. I would just like to point out to you, Bijan Robinson is a freak. Um, I didn't know. He just yeah. he just broke like five tackles on a twenty-seven yard run. Makes me feel good. Uh, Conch is also in on Brown, so. All right, all right. Well, you know we're we're sticking to form here. A couple of different picks, but a lot of the same. Same, same. I guess, but different. I guess that's what we're good because I've been the one who's been different for the most part. As we learn what these teams are, it's going to get a little, you know. Combined thoughts. But next up, we have Dallas versus Carolina. Carolina is obviously without Christian McCaffrey, but they're only getting spotted four points to Dallas. And, you know, I love me some DJ Moore. I think everyone here knows that. I think he's incredible, but is he going to be enough to uplift the whole Carolina offense? Is Chuba and Royce Freeman going to be enough to replace the absence of Christian McCaffrey? Obviously, probably not. 
because that's hard in its own right. But give me Dallas here. I think after the injury to J.C. Horn, I think the pass game could feast for Dallas. And I, I don't think the spread's big enough to, you know, maybe pick Carolina. Mike, the, what do you got? The interesting thing I wanted to ask you is it, it seems like so far Dallas has been pretty run heavy. Do we think that continues? It could with Pollard and Zeke, but like I said, the secondary for Carolina is banged up and you have two. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I, I think I got to go Dallas. I think they're the more talented team. I agree. This can be Sam Arnold's first kind of real test. Yeah, kind of. Like, yeah. I, I know the Cowboys' defense isn't all it's proper to be, but Trayvon Diggs has scored. Game, maybe. Has, he, has Trayvon Diggs scored three touchdowns? Did he house all three of his picks? I know he's a pick in every game. I don't think he has. I think it's an interception in every game. I don't know if he's all three, but I know he's had an interception in every game. He's had an interception every game. Micah Parsons looks incredible as an edge rusher. Didn't see that one coming. Yeah. and I mean, he's probably going to stay there as long as Lawrence is out, right? Yeah. And I think Lawrence is out for a, a significant bit. So Dallas has a versatile defensive threat. And, you know, it's Carolina is, is better than I think we're going to give them credit for. I think their defense is legit. I it don't know a, about the offense, but I think that defense is really well, good. Well, Sam Darnold, as soon as CMC went out last week, Sam Darnold did struggle for a little bit to get back on his feet. So, I, I don't know. It, it, I don't know if that's a knock on him, though. I don't know. It's, CMC is, like, irreplaceable at this point. So, Well, and when your whole offense is centered around a player and then that player leaves the game, it's going to take you a drive or two to get – yeah, some stuff figured out, especially when you've been game planning with him there the entire week. Having to make adjustments on the fly like that is never going to be easy, but and he looked good afterwards. So I don't know. I'm just in on Dallas. Austin, what do you got? Yeah, I'm in on Dallas as well. I think I, I'm I'm thinking that we might see a little more Robbie Anderson out of Carolina this week, but I uh, I like Dallas more. I've heard, I've heard some people that I respect say it's Robbie Anderson week, so I respect that too. Oh boy, here we go. <laughs> it's it's Austin's time to shine. <laughs> so, what does Conch have? Uh, or, Conch is also in on Cowboys, and I just Lauer. want to note something that uh, in his hundred thousand game simulation, the Panthers only won six thousand of the hundred thousand. That's actually crazy. Not <laughs> ideal. That's not ideal at all. What's crazier is last week in the Jets Broncos sim, the Jets won zero games out of the hundred thousand, and the, the projected score was twenty eight to zero, and it ended up being twenty six to zero. So that's, that's incredible. If you're not if you're not on uh, on conscious page yet, you better get there soon. The bus the bus is filling up, but we're gonna get into a couple of games where I think the line is kind of. These are like the games I want to bet on. Atlanta versus Washington football team, Washington football team minus one and a half. What are we doing here? Like, just give me Washington football team. Atlanta's yep. really Locked. bad. Okay, they beat the Giants. The Giants have also been terrible. Like Curtis Samuel's back. I don't need to say much more. Curtis Samuel's back. Their weapons are healthy. Heineke's good enough. Atlanta can't block. Atlanta can't do anything. Matt Ryan is really lucky that Ben Roethlisberger looks like he does, or Matt Ryan would be getting obliterated because <laughs> he looks just as bad, but everyone's focused on Big Ben because it's the Steelers. I, I agree with you there. Austin, so give me Washington. What do you and Conch have? Um, so I'm, I'm going to be the differ, differing person of the group for this one. I'm going Falcons. I think they get it done. Uh, I think they do some crazy shit. I think we see a lot more uh, Cordero Patterson. I I think hey, maybe bro, Kyle Pitts can get crazy shit. What do you mean? I got to hear what this means. <laughs> yeah. Who knows? Elaborate. Is this Kyle Pitts like 200 yards week or? It could be. Or it could be uh, 
Cordell Patterson, Ole Miss, Zac- catches. Zacchaeus going for 200. Who knows? Um, but I, I think the Falcons do it, get it done here. Uh, Conch is in on the football team, though. So I'm the differing one on this. Oh, man. Josh knows they'll probably pull it out just because you're different from the three of us <laughs> with how last week went. But here's another line that I really like. Seattle versus San Fran. Uh, Niners are minus two and a half favorites. I don't think I need to speak much more. Seattle didn't look really good last week. I think the Niners did, even though they gave Aaron Rodgers a little bit too much time on the clock. They looked like a really competent football team. Give the Niners minus two and a half. How have they not learned by now? Like, you can't give Brady, you can't give Rodgers, you can't give them 30 seconds, multiple timeouts, get a field goal. You can't I mean, do they it. left Devontae Adams open that whole drive. It, it just doesn't make sense to me. I agree with you, though. I actually think this is the week that the passing game explodes, and it could be Brandon Ayuk week. I think he could have a huge game, especially with Kittle banged up like he is. He is indeed back. Austin, what do you and Conch have? Um, so I, it's first half of the season, Russell Wilson. I, I think, I think there's still some, something to be figured out with their offense. DK hasn't been as involved as he was last year. It's mainly been, been the Tyler Lockett show. Um, I, I like the Seahawks this week. Uh, they have a better defense than the Packers and I think they'll get it done. All right. And then Conch uh, is in, in on Conch is in Niners minus three. Um, it in his algorithm, it, the it has the Niners by like two and two point nine. So it, it's a close one, but he's going Niners. Fair enough. I think we're gonna cover like this it. one really quickly. I think I think we can just fly through this one. I'm sorry, Austin. Steelers versus Packers. Packers minus six. Give me Packers easy. I'm sorry. The Steelers just don't look good. Oh. Are you going to bet I'm, on the Steelers again, Mike? I'm going one more time on the Oh, Steelers. my gosh. You never learn. Look, they got, Heisman, they got Highsmith and they got Watt back. They have Devin Bush back. They have Joe Hayden back. Their defense is about as healthy as it's going to be. Stefan Tewitt's going through some personal things. Hope that guy's okay. He's not going to be back for a while. This is as healthy as this defense is going to get. I think the Steelers figured something out in the second half on offense. It might have been a little extreme, but they realized Najee Harris is really good at catching the football. And if you get the ball to him in space, he can make some things happen and stop Big Ben from getting murdered. With that in mind, I'll take the Steelers to cover. I don't think they'll win, but I think they can cover, mainly because of that defense. Wow. One more week. I know you're angry about it all the time, but Austin. Yeah, it, I, the Steelers, you don't know what to expect. You expect that Ben's going to get hit and hit often, but there's, there's some times where there's a brief glimpse of hope and that brief glimpse of hope is Najee Harris. So give me the Steelers plus seven or plus six, whatever. Plus six. You ain't getting that extra point, bro. I think it's moved. I think it's moved so, <laughs> since since this list was made. But, yeah, I'll take them plus six, too. And, and Conch is in plus six as well. Wow. I'm the different – wow. Okay. All right. But also, when we go back to the list, you skip Cardinals Rams. So, we're going to have to go back to that. Yeah, we have to go back to that. I, I'm i getting ahead of myself. I, <laughs> I, I, see, I see we got limited time to work with, but – We'll, we'll jump back to Cardinals versus Rams. Arguably the best game, football game of the week in terms of team talent, not in terms of storyline. We'll get to that later, of course. But give me the Rams minus four and a half. I love Kyler Murray. I love the Cardinals, but Matt Stafford, man. Uh, that's all I got to say. He has brought this Rams team back from the Jerry Goff days, and they just look so much better than everyone else. Give me the Rams. Think- it's going to be close. It's going to take some time to figure out. I said it last week. It's going to take some time for them to figure out this offense. It's completely different. It's so much more vertical than it was with golf, and it's giving teams fits. Give me the Rams. Rams comfortably at that. Now, Austin, are you going to differentiate from the group? Are you going to- Dude, I love the Cardinals this, this year. They're probably my second favorite team just because the Steelers have been sucking, but <laughs> – Oh, the Rams have just been really good. 
Um, I think we see a high scoring game out of the two teams, though, but I like I like the Rams here and Conch is also in on the Rams. I like it. It's going to be a fantastic football game this week. Speaking of fantastic football, I think this is a matchup that's going to go under the radar a little bit. Baltimore versus Denver. Denver's been playing really good football. However, their opponents have been 0-9 up to this point. They haven't won a game. The Ravens are definitely better than every team they've played thus far. I think I could safely say that. But I think Teddy Bridgewater is revitalized. I talked to Mike about this. I think he's on the Ryan Tannehill career arc, and I think he's going to be pretty good for Denver going down the stretch here. Give me Denver plus one. Got to rock with it. Mike, are you in on Denver and the Javante Williams hype show? Oh, yeah, I'm in, on, I'm in on Denver. Von Miller's also looked great. Getting him back is a big bump. That defense is legit. The offense is good enough to keep up with it now. It's not great, but it's definitely good enough to keep up. So, I agree. Give me Denver. I think they went out right. I think they do as well. Austin. Uh, so conscious in on on Broncos. He even took the Broncos money line. Um, I like that. I'm a fan. I just I have a tough one with this one because I love the Broncos. I'm a big fan of Teddy B. I love Noah Fant. Um, but it, the Ravens are just missing something. Granted, it's a run game. It's it's a little bit on defense. I think. I don't know if this is the week they figure some things out and get get a little better. I really want to say the Ravens win this game just because the Broncos have played some pretty bad teams. Um, so I'm going to go with Ravens here. I will say it's funny that you say that to defend Baltimore, even though I didn't pick them. They beat Kansas City. They beat Detroit. And they were beating Oakland the entire game until they lost. Yeah. I mean, they're still doing what they need to do. I, I don't know how far off they are as much as they just don't have as much talent as they've had in years past because of injury. Yeah. But yeah, I'm on I'm on Ravens here. And interesting. Very interesting. We, that we actually did just get a report as this game was being talked about that Le'Veon Bell has a chance to play this week. That's gonna that's gonna be something, but we're gonna get into our next game. We have arguably game of the week, game of the year. I don't know what you want to call it. It's the Patriots versus the Buccaneers in Foxborough on Sunday night. Tom Brady's going to break the all-time passing record. It's basically a guarantee at this point. Gronk is not going to play, sadly. He's not making the trip. That absolutely stinks. Kills the narrative a little bit, but I'm excited for this game. Who has more to prove, though? Is it Belichick or is it Brady? Because I think it's Belichick. I don't think either of them have anything to prove. To be honest, I don't know. New England's in the middle of a rebuild. They lost two of the greatest players of all time. Just they also they lost a lot of key pieces. They have rookie quarterback. I mean, if they were really trying to win this year, they probably would have stuck with Cam Newton. They're trying to develop Mac Jones. They're looking for the future. Tom Brady's looking for another Super Bowl push. Um, Tampa Bay didn't kill him though. I, I have no doubt in my mind about that. So I got Tampa. I'm just praying for a Chris Godwin, like three touchdown game. Hey, it could happen. It's probably Antonio Brown revenge game though. <laughs> yeah, it is. He played one career total of game. So it still counts. He did score a touchdown for New England though. He did. But I think it's going to be closer than we expect. Give me the Bucks, but they're going to win by like, eight or nine or ten it's gonna be close i think belichick's gonna coach a good game i honestly do people were coming for his legacy they were coming for his legacy after brady won that super bowl they're like hey bro bill uh brady cared you dude like yeah people are weird what do you expect i'm not saying it's correct but i'm saying it's what happened so it did, but give me Tampa Bay. Is, is this a Tampa Bay sweep? Uh, it is not. I'm on Tampa Bay, but Conch is on on the Patriots. Uh, 
Dialgo has it has it close. Uh, it has bucks by six in his algorithm. So he, he even notes that he's it's a game he's happier just watching, not putting. I like. I think I think everyone's gonna be happier just watching this game. I'm not gonna bet on it. I want to enjoy this. Like it's there's fun, some fun, games throughout the schedule it. like you just want to enjoy. Like when the Chiefs play, you know, a big team or something like that. This is the game, like I have accident in every game. I can't do the same. Uh, I'm I'm gonna have a lot of bets out there, but this is one game I'm not gonna bet on. Although I was really tempted to bet on who was gonna catch Tom Brady's record-breaking pass. Uh, I might do oh, that. Antonio Brown such a lot. I don't know. I'm I'm a I'm a bet on uh Tom Brady himself at 100 to one. Watch me. <laughs> He's gonna do I it. I love it. I'll bet 10 bucks. It's going to be great. It's going to be a fantastic night, but I'm really looking forward to that game just to watch it. It's it's going to be fantastic. Like the crowd, we're going to, I wonder what the crowd's going to do. Are they going to, they're going to cheer them obviously, but then are they going to boom like halfway through the game or something? Like how, how many boos is this are guy going to Are we certain they're going to cheer him? If they uh, do not they gave cheer him. They, he gave them six uh, six Super Bowls. If they don't cheer him, that franchise is fucked. If if they do not cheer him when he comes out, I don't think anyone in the country is going to be you know uh, what what civil with Pats fans when it comes to football arguments ever again. I think I, but, I think that's gonna be the but outcome. It does happen though. It shouldn't. It I does. mean, Aaron Rodgers or not Aaron Rodgers. Uh, Brett Favre got booed out of Green Bay in his first game back. Yeah, but uh, that's a to, little different. He went to Minnesota, or did he go to the he, Jets? He went first? to the Jets first. He went to the Jets first. He also didn't yeah. give them six Super. Bowls. He also didn't give them six Super Bowls. Yeah, <laughs> he's, he's but he's also the best player in franchise history. Three Bro, MVPs, you see, you see what's happening, Green Bay. They were booing Aaron Rodgers this season. <laughs> he was still playing for them. Hey, man, I'm just saying. I, it, these are Boston fans we're talking about here. It's uh, Brady's just different, though. <laughs> booing Brady is like giving themselves another curse. And you know what happened last time that city was cursed? Yeah, it's it's not going to turn out well if they boo Brady. Like something's going to happen. Like Brady's going to like, it's, it's going to be karma, and they're just gonna get it for a while like you, you can't boo this man he gave you anyway. six titles did, did anyone see more than two in that window i don't think so pittsburgh saw, saw two, two right manning saw two eli saw two both manning saw two yeah but that i'm talking about franchises eli won okay. with the same team but peyton won with different teams so that's it pittsburgh Peyton Manning and Eli were the only one to see multiple titles in that window because Tom Brady was just that stinking dominant. Yep. If they boo this man, I, I need to log on to Twitter immediately. Hey, we're not arguing his greatness here. No, we that, that was never argued, but... They, they could be salty that he left, though. It was the end. You, you know it was the end. Just, just how that Titans happen. game played out, you knew it was the end. They could have added pieces. It didn't have to be. I know, but that's, that's all I'm going to say on this situation. If if they boo the man, log on to Twitter immediately. It's going to be an absolute just madhouse on Twitter if they boo Tom Brady. You, you have to welcome this man back with open arms. Six yeah. titles. No one saw more than two. That, that's end of discussion there. Hey man, I'm just seeing it's a little it's a little fresh on mine still. That's all I'm saying. No, okay, okay. I I, I respect that. Yeah. But but we're moving gonna, on. Yeah, uh, we're move on. I don't even think I need to talk here. I think both of you know where I'm going. Yeah, we know. Just just say it. Yeah, chargers lock it. Yeah, that's that's a lock for me as well. I like what the Raiders have been doing though. They've been playing some good football. I mean, they're a little, little sus last week against the Dolphins. But so you, so you want my narrative here? Yeah. I don't think the Chargers can stop the run. 
And I think Josh Jacobs is a full go this week. I think it's Raiders outright. Wow. I thought Jacobs was still questionable. Yeah, I heard he's good to go. Uh, something we have to check on, but the Chargers defense is looking really nice. Sunday Samuel Jr. had that nice pick last week. Derwin James was locking up Travis Kelsey the whole time. How'd the run defense look? I know Clyde Edwards Hilaire got 100 yards, okay? I, I know. How, how'd the run defense look the week before? Okay, okay man. Okay. I just. Hey, I'm just saying. He was limited at practice Friday. And they got one more day, right? I believe so. That's like being limited on a Thursday. So. I mean, are we going to lock in Peyton Barber for the over if Josh Jacobs doesn't play? Yeah, it's a lock. It's week um, four, and we're already hammering in Peyton Barber bets. <laughs> That's what I like. I, I'm here it's for it. It's not greasy. I don't want it. I think Conchie's also in on Chargers. Mike's, Mike has the opportunity to get in a game or lose a game to all of us. We all have to make up ground on Austin. Though. Mike, Mike has a big week this week. He could either fall very behind or go very ahead. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm different than you guys on a lot of picks. I don't know how I feel about this. Hey, it's only week four. We got, like, a couple more weeks left. And by a couple, I mean a lot. But we'll, we'll, we'll start to see us get a little different if we're losing around by a lot in week eight, nine, ten. We'll start to, we'll start to be different. I, I believe we all had the Bengals, so we're already down 0-1 to start. We have to, we have to get better with that, but. Yeah. I believe we all would have chose the Bengals with how bad the Jags have looked. Yep. I mean, I did. I know Conch did, and I know Austin did. They didn't cover, but they won. This yep, is where yep. Mike says I, I chose the Jags. Not imagine. <laughs> uh, that would be the that would be the most scummy thing you could do. They were my locks of the week. <laughs> Oh, I, I would. I actually want to do that now, just to be a scumbag. Uh, I didn't even think to do it. Dang, but yeah, I guess that closes out. Unless you have any final thoughts here on the week four slate, Austin, Mike, anything, anything no. at all? Not wow, at Austin, all. You you could have pitched Mike Williams one more time or Robbie Anderson again. I'm surprised. I mean, I, I think they both scored a touchdown this week. I'll put it at that. Anytime touchdown parlay. You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> Mike, like anything? It. Nope. Nope. DeAndre Swift week. It's always DeAndre Swift week. Yeah, but they're about to unleash him this week. Yeah, with the coach speak, yeah. See, I think this is JT's bounce back week against the Dolphins. I'm just feeling it. He needs one. Naheem Hines has been out snapping <laughs> I, him. I, I, I think on. you're praying more than thinking. <laughs> no, I am I am putting all my energy into this. Yeah, I like it. Is it it's positive work out. or negative energy, though? It's positive because I, I – like, I want the Colts to lose as much as possible because of, of the pick. I don't like rooting against players. I'm not rooting against players. It's just because the Eagles have their pick. Right. But you got to use JT more than you're using them. It just makes me angry. Nothing makes me ang- angrier than when a team spends a premium pick on a player who's good and they don't use them like – that's like a double negative, isn't it? It doesn't and it doesn't even make a positive like it normally does. I mean, I I just think that your your fatal flaw in your logic here is you're underestimating how good Naheem Hines is. It's not even a knock on Taylor. I just think Hines is also good. This could go on for hours. You might have to cut it here and argue after after the show about this because it's not even an argument because I think Jonathan Taylor is really good as well. I know it's he's really good at the sport of football. He showed it and I don't know, man. He's going to have a couple of games this year where he just goes absolutely bonkers, but I don't think he's going to have week-to-week consistency. It's tough. With where he was going in Dynasty Draft this offseason, with where he was going in normal drafts this season, especially how high I was taking him. It's, it's you know, there's a lot of – it's early for every player. Oh, the yeah. only players that I'm kind of worried about are 
we had this argument in the sleeper chat. Allen Robinson, I'm worried about because I'm worried about the Bears. I'm kind of worried about Robert Woods a little bit, but I think the target share is there, so I think he's going to bounce back. Who who else has been disappointing this far? George Kittle, a little bit, but he had a bounce back week. Apparently, Kittle's been banged up since week I, one. I believe it. And Apparently, I, he's been I, playing through a calf strain. And they're just going to give him this week off, maybe, if he doesn't – if he's not – I I think it's – I think they need to give him a week or two off if he's playing through a calf strain. Just make sure it doesn't get worse. A couple more players to mention would Matt be Calf. A.J. Brown. A.J. Brown before the injury. I think A.J. Brown's toast. <laughs> Those injuries scare me, man. So many injuries with that guy already. Did he have it's injury issues tough. in college? I don't remember. I can't I can't recall that, but it's about so it. I know that was the big knock on Metcalf was the injury history, but yeah, AJ Brown's knees just seem to be a little troublesome. Yeah, especially what we saw with Todd Gurley. I wish him the best. I hope he has a long, you know, playing career. Because he's talented when he touches the ball. But yeah, I mean, both of those receivers, the injuries, I mean, it, it just it seems like with Julio Jones that all the years of playing through everything, it's just finally starting to take its toll on him. It's not really surprising, but it just sucks to see. You really do just absolutely hate to see that. But that closes out here for week four picks on the sideline, the sideline podcast. We'll be coming back next week with our week five picks. I feel like we want to start up a drafting show soon. Start it back up. We just got to find some consistent time to get it out. We got to find well. times that it works for all of us. It's we're all busy, you know. It's tough. It'll be back. It'll it'll be back soon. I have to, I have to fire a couple of things up on the side as well. So maybe it's me. Who knows? But we'll see you guys in next week for a pick show, maybe the DraftKings show. But that closes out here the sideline to sideline podcast. See you guys next time. Good boy.